listening to Radio Americana, Detroit. And my guest, the one, the only, the incomparable, sometimes unaccessible, but always welcome, the real Dan Menard. Yay! <laughs> clap, clap, claps. Everybody just clap. Yeah, just just make it sound like there's people. Okay. <laughs> See, that's my equivalent of, like, taking a picture by myself. You know, it's just like, instead of, like, you know, just doing a selfie, have someone else hold it. It proves you have friends. <laughs> you know, that kind that's of thing. <laughs> or, or a stand. Thanks a lot, Peanut Gallery. Oh, yeah, make him shush again. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I brought, like, three good. people over here. I hope you don't get nervous. I know it's... No, never, that's good. You've never yeah, feel feel free to chime in. You've never played in front of that many people before. This is true. I'm trying to build my <laughs> career. This is D, this is DIY in its truest sense. So what's going on, Dan? Yeah, How just, you been, brother? Yeah, I'm just sitting here on a stool. Um, it's good to see you. Thanks, man. It's good to see you too. Um, what have I been doing? I've just been mainly working. Yeah. You know, working jobs and reading and um, listening to, uh, I've been listening to a lot of um, uh, inspirational, instructional podcast YouTube videos. Oh, right on. Yeah. 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 Like who? Um, Elizabeth Gilbert. Okay. Not familiar with that one. Well, that's because you're a man. <laughs> okay. And the reason I say that is because she wrote a movie called Eat, Pray, Love, uh-huh. which if you're a man, you probably haven't seen. But you, I haven't seen it either. But she had this other book that's called I but, think it's called Big but, Magic but or something. You're a man too, ain't you? Yeah, I'm sort well, of a man. Well, you know, <laughs> just it it just depends on who I'm around. Okay. You know, it just it's always you know you're, you're a comparatively masculine depending on my surroundings. Like I say, you're a chameleon. You yeah, blend in with. Doesn't matter who you're with. You, I'm like Zartan. Yeah. Yeah. I own that movie. What movie? Oh, oh, really? <laughs> so, do you like it? It used to be cool, but then I watched it 25 years later, and I was like, whoa. Oh, really? <laughs> Is it that old? Eat, Pray, Love? I think so. Like, Julia Roberts, right? No, it ain't that old. I don't think it's that old. It's only yeah. like... 25 years seems a bit hefty for years. Time flies. Oh, I guess so. Um, but, yeah, anyway... I thought so it just come out, like, five years ago. I feel I like know. I feel like it's, like, <clears throat> 10 to 12. I don't know anything about it, so... But, it, well... She's a she's just a really good author. It's, okay, so there you go. That's a little bit better. Um, it seems like more of like an origin story about how she uh, wrote the book called Eat, Pray, Love, and she's just a really right. great author. Um, and so I've been going through a little bit of ups and downs, right. a lot of downs, and so uh, she's very soothing. You mm-hmm. know, when I when I listen to her, and that book sort of made her put her on the map as a big author, and she was basically went from that to doing like arena, stadium inspirational talks with Oprah Winfrey. I, oh, I can't wow. believe I said Winfrey after Oprah. Like it's gonna be <laughs> Oprah Johnson, you know? <laughs> right. You know that other Oprah. <laughs> yeah, I think. You know? yeah, yeah, Oprah Jones from across the way. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, she's reached uh, one. Yeah. One name status. One name status. So. It's like I've been listening to some Janice. Some Janice. Oh, dig it. Yeah, I like her. Oh, yeah, I like Janice Ian. She's really good. <laughs> Janice yeah. Ian. Yeah. But, um... Well, yeah, so I just I've been I've been listening to a lot of that stuff, and it's been you know very nurturing and soothing and very holistic, and I've just been in a weird headspace, needed some you know some meds, needed some uh, medical care, and I've been kind of just doing that for like the oh, last yeah. 
five months just you right. know i'm i'm getting there yeah. you know I've, I've had to lay off the music for a bit um and just kind of uh just hunker down and go for self-care mm-hmm. you know um and with that uh music took like a not i wouldn't say a second place but maybe a fifth sixth place or something oh, wow. like that yeah yeah definitely Jeez. so yeah. but it's you know it's it's uh it's just something you know that i just needed to do uh life happens things happen and you know you have to prioritize is playing the guitar more important or getting you know some good like you know therapy or you know um good you know medication right. stuff like that so right. I've, I've i've had to kind of just prioritize uh you know uh survival stuff right you know yeah so I that's sort of what I've, been doing. I've been i've been going through some uh medical stuff myself with my voice as you can tell it's been kind of rough and i i can't even sing and it oh, wow. makes it hard for somebody who's got a podcast who talks yeah yeah, and yeah. a songwriter who sings I mean, it just you know, sounds like you have a, like a just a, like a small like bit of congestion. That's it. It does, but I I can't, but I can't sing. I can't control it at all. Like, okay. If I go up into a higher register, kind of a little bit, but okay. You know, I don't. So know. you see, so you, so you, you know, you so you understand. You know, it's just like yeah. When those things happen, all of a sudden, you you know, you're just like, well, I guess we're here now. But you know, <laughs> but doesn't it didn't it bug you like oh, I got to get back to doing that though like. A, li- a little bit, but the thing such is, a part of who you are. Thank you. I, 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 yeah, a little bit. Like I, when when these things like started like happening and sort of uh, you know becoming more omnipresent in my life, um, my my total interest in guitar and playing just left, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just starting to get it back. You know, I haven't done a lot of shows. I did one show, but I didn't like tell anybody just because I wanted to see how I'd feel about it. Mm-hmm. It paid pretty well. So I was like, <laughs> well, this will be a good gauge, you know, a, little, a lot better at the little, end of the night. Huh? Right. And, and, uh, but it was, a, it was, you know, it wasn't quite like, uh, it was weird. It was, it was a bit different and it was, uh, you know, I'm still sort of, you know, just kind of, I, I got offers to do like things and it's nice to get offers, but I had to turn them down because Mm -hmm. mentally I just couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there was a, you know, it's just literally just nights and nights of just listening like to headphones of soothing people saying really nurturing (laughs) things, right? you know, like it's okay. Self-compassion, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, so I just went down that road because, you know, I had a lot of, I'm a goal-oriented person, you know, um, mm-hmm. but... Do you ever listen to Alan Watts? No, uh, I haven't listened to Alan Watts. Yeah, he'd, he'd be a good one for you to listen to. Okay, it's, I'll, it's I'm, not, I'm always looking. It's uh, He was he was a big big thing in the 70s. Okay. He's a, he's a, he's a British guy, but he was a Buddhist, and he'd give these lectures and, and talks. You, you, you know, you, you've oh, heard him. Okay. You've heard him. Yeah, like, I think I have, and like I think people, my roommates have told me about him too. Yeah, and I people, think he, people yeah, yeah. put some of his words to music, soothing music, and it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, I definitely heard of him, but it's good to hear about it again because yeah, I'll probably pursue yeah. that like after this like little thing. So thank I could, you. I could point you into some certain certain ones. Yeah, point so me, when man. you so when you played that that gig, I mean, were you at your usual pizzazzy stuff or you kind of no, I was I was no I was like I'm kind of scared actually you know um I, 
I went to uh, I went to a, a mini open mic just to see how I would do like about a week or so before there, mm-hmm. you know, just to see if I had it. And um, I did okay, but when I went and did the actual gig, as a musician, it's one of those background gigs. Mm-hmm. So you know how those can be a little weird because you're not, you know, like uh, the center of attention type of thing. Right. So to kind of right. go back yeah. into it, it was still uneven because, you know, it's just one of those things. So it didn't really kind of make me go, oh, yeah, baby, I'm back, you know, <laughs> or hell no, I'll never right. do this again. Right. I, I was just like, oh, this is just sort of what it is. Yeah. And but I'm doing a I'm playing with um, like Tom Alter and, and Mike Ward. At, oh, right the, at the foundry on the April thirtieth. Cool. Um, I'm gonna have Mike Ward on the on the show here. Okay, very yeah. cool. Has he ever like been here before? No. Oh, okay, no. that'll be good. No. Yeah. In fact, this is your third time here. Is it? Um, two more times, and nice. you get a jacket. Yeah, the Saturday Night Live <laughs> robe. <laughs> that'll be cool. Yeah, me and uh, me and what Alec Baldwin, Justin Timberlake, and uh, you know, <laughs> who else? I don't know. The Five Timers Club, John Goodman. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so I've been just doing that and just trying to, you know, um, you know, take advantage of the opportunities that I have to get better and to, you know, pursue mental health, you know, and to stay, you know, straight and good. So yeah, it's just been, you know, like I said, I'm a goal-oriented person. I had so many goals in the last couple of years and I I checked a lot of them off Uh, this year. I wrote one goal. It says survive. <laughs> it's in a notebook. It literally says one. survive. I think it's underlined twice. You know. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's starting to come back. I think. Um, so, so you write a lot too, not just songs, but you musings and stuff. Yeah. Were you doing that? Were you journaling at all? A little bit of journaling, not as much as I would have expected, but. Um, one thing that happened over the interim between, you know, uh, now and the last time, you know, I was here is I had some sort of thing with my computer and my computer just kind of took crap, you know, and all the, all my uh, recording stuff was just sort of gone. And that's like you talking about the musings mm-hmm. and the stuff that you mm-hmm. and I like like to do on uh, SoundCloud and stuff like that. We right. use that as yeah. an experimental sort of thing. Yep. Um, I just didn't have recording equipment. So that was another thing that just sort of like, I'm just like, you know. Uh, so for those who couldn't see, I, I wilted with my head a little bit to prove my point. But um, yeah, other than that, you know, um, just getting kind of getting back on the horse. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't call it the most exciting thing, but, you yeah. know, sometimes you just got to trudge a bit. There is a... There was there was a part during like when things got really bad that um, and I, I think a lot more people can relate to this more than I expected. But um, if anybody got assistance with unemployment, uh, be it regular worker or a gig worker, um, then a lot of people, including myself, got a notice that we owed all the money back. Oh yeah. Got that too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. And it was uh, it was at my lowest point that this sort of happened. It was kind of in December when I was reaching a, a new like sort of like just a low just mentally. And then I got the news about the thing, and I just like you owe 
Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money. That's what it is said. It just said lots and lots and lots of money in print. <laughs> 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 lots and lots and lots. Lots of right. Yeah, that's a and and I yeah and it it's like you know I just I just didn't know what to do you know and you just have to you know go and go through the uh, process of trying to advocate for yourself. So um, I was able to get on the other side of that and you know make the necessary calls and provide them with the necessary info. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, I went from owing lots and lots and lots to zero. Uh, and then, you know, and I was such in a, like a low ebb that I didn't realize that they were basically casting like a wide net for all the fraud that had gone on, you know, and, uh, the, you know, for all the pandemic and stuff, you know, and just seeing like, all right, who's, who's legit, who's not legit, right. you know, kind of throwing up a flag and see who salutes. So, yeah. yeah. And whoo, well, I was like, how yeah. high? <laughs> you know so uh you feel like playing a song yeah a, i mean like i said i don't have a lot because i haven't been playing a lot but a, i i did rehearse a couple of them let's um, take a break yeah, and yeah. uh we'll come back i got a buzz coming through here somewhere i gotta <laughs> figure that out and when we come back i got a buzz too man we all get the buzz, I buzz bro i got a buzz man yeah. so anyway <laughs> far out so We'll be, we'll uh, I'll fix this, yeah, and then yeah. we'll come back, and you'll we'll play a song. Dig it, man. You're listening to Radio Americana, Detroit, and I'm sitting here with Dan Menard, the real Dan Menard. Thank you. Yeah. It's one of the sad things about life. You get old, and it passes you by. I feel it passing me by. I'm 46 years old. I don't even have kids, but I can't keep up anymore. Like, I had a college kid coming up, and I was like, man, I, I got to... I gotta figure out what these kids are into, man. I was I was 24 when when a senior was born. I gotta figure out what these these dudes are into. So I guess they were into like this like DJ music or some shit. So I'm like, all right, I'll watch some of this, you know. So I have like a a reference or two. I don't want to be that old comic coming to the gig being like, what's up with this Monica Lewinsky? Is this crazy? I mean, this this Y2K. I mean, is my stylist gonna work? I mean, so I put this shit on. Dude, I lasted 90 seconds. 90 seconds. I was open-minded, all right, put it on. 90 seconds later, I'm like this old man. Ah, this isn't music. <laughs> now, when I was a kid, you dressed like a woman and you sung about the devil. Now, now that was music. <laughs> and, and you had one ballad every album. Started off in black and white, and when the guitar solo came in, it went to color. Ah, that was music. Up. No broom to sweep you off your feet and all that other stuff. I ain't got no room right now. I ain't got no room right now. No room, no room for you right now. No room, no room for you right now. Everything I've got is meant for me. And I don't need your love or sympathy 
I don't need your opinions on who you think I should be. I don't need you to preach so you can teach me how to see. I ain't got no room right now. I ain't got no room right now. No room, no room for you right now. No room, no room for you right now. And if you want to tease me with the gifts that you can bring, Remember you can't bribe a man who don't want anything I got no room for you right now No room for you Sorry if this news has bummed you out I guess you'll have to learn to go without It's fine if you get mad or think you know what I'm about Whatever you had planned, you'll have to go some other route Cause I ain't got no room right now I ain't got no room right now No room, no room for you right now No room, no room for you right now I ain't got no, I ain't got no room I ain't got no, I ain't got no room no room, no room for you right now. Yeah. That's a nice one. Thank you. Yeah, I haven't heard that one before. Is that something no, new? It's relatively new. I um the only time I ever played it is at I think it's like Frank Grimaldi's birthday party. Oh. So it's I think I wrote it kind of like around like maybe September, October of last year. Yeah. Something a little like closer that. to Yeah, that. that's right. Yeah, so I wrote it, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's relatively new. It's a pretty selfish song. <laughs> it is. But, you know, that's... I'm surprised at you. Yeah, I know. It's it's a very... I, I decided to take on a very, you know, masculine <laughs> uh, sort of uh, character you, on the thing. You toxic male you. That's right. <laughs> me too, me. Let's do it. Hashtag me if you need to. <laughs> but... Go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, but yeah, it's just, uh, but yeah, that's one of the newer, uh, you know, offerings of the bunch, you know. Well, I was gonna tell you, just go ahead and do another one. Okay, this one will be also new, um, but it's gonna be more of a, uh, a a ballad kind of a thing. Um, after I drink this loaded cranberry juice here, um, it is called. What is it called? It is called. Um. Oh, I don't know. Uh, oh wait, hold on. I've got we'll, my. We'll have the listeners. We'll have the listeners will tell you what it's called. <laughs> no, it's it's actually called No Not Now. No, not now. Yeah, here we go. Tell story of my life. Maybe. Story of his life. Battle of a married man. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> See you stretched out in the clothes that you don't want to wear And your mind won't slow down, there's a lot 
going on out there finding you is the last thing you need right now a time and place but not in a space that sound no not now If the world slowed down Enough for you to get off the ride Is it worth it to get out of bed And to walk outside It's hard to get a lay of the land when you don't know how But you would if you could And you know Cause you've made that vow But no Not now And I can see you stressed out in the clothes that you don't want to wear. And your mind won't slow down, there's too much going on out there. And finding you is the last thing you need right now a time and place but not in a space that sound no. if you wake up one day in the beautiful morning sun All right, that was a good one, Dan. Thanks, We're going to take a little break. We'll be back with some more conversation and some music with the real Dan Menard here on Radio Americana, Detroit. All right, every experiment needs a control. 
Now, right now, me and John are in a barbershop in Harlem. Everyone here is either black or Latino. Let's see how electric guitar works on them. Ready, John? Yeah. Okay, okay, go, go. <laughs> pretty much how I expect. Now, let's see how the blacks respond to drums. Questlove, go. sure that I'm getting close to this mic to create a sense of intimacy for our listeners out there. I hope it's working. Sounds pretty sexy in the headphones. Oh, great. Thank you very much. I'm in my throaty part now. Yeah. I sound more like a frog than anything. <laughs> so what about that guitar? How long have you had that guitar? I've had this for about like 20, 20 some years. Um, and I, uh, I, was, I was playing at a bar in Ypsilanti. I think it was a tap room. I think we've all sort of, you know, been there and played. And that was the last time I played without, like, uh, you know, a sound system or anything. Someone goes, hey, man, you really need a better guitar and something with a sound system. So I went to uh, Elderly uh, Instruments, and I got myself this guitar, this uh, Martin here. Um, and I can't remember what kind of... Everybody says, like, what kind of Martin is it? I'm just like, this? This one right here? <laughs> Read the um, sticker, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Martin... Um, but yeah, so I've had it for about like 20 years and it's just like, uh, as we were talking in the break, um, you know, I used to live in Nashville for like, I think like 13 years or something like that. And after a while, just the binding naturally came off because of the, like heat is so, you know, uh, you know, crazy, especially in like June or July or something like that. And, you know, that's kind of when the binding just started to come off. So uh, people who are here can see that I've just, you know, covered that whole issue with just a bunch of uh, black electric tape, you know, around. So it's kind of got a, like a bit of a punk rockness to yeah. it, which I kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's still very much, you know, uh, you know, born out of the, like, oh, I just don't have the money to get that done and I have to play tomorrow. <laughs> you know, or something and do a gig. So, um, yeah, so I've had it and I've just recently started doing the Paul McCartney, you know, bass thing where I put the set list on the, uh, you All know, right. on the, on the top of yeah. the, or the side of it. Uh, yeah, so I can kind of see down, yeah, yeah. you know, um, yeah. and I'm a lefty like Paul McCartney too. So that makes me feel good. And as we, you know, as I'll say for the people who aren't familiar with you, I also was born in Liverpool, England. So that makes me okay. feel like, you know, like, oh, there's too many similarities. 
Please, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's so, it's. I I really like the guitar, and I've gotten other like little like beat up acoustic things to like uh, you know play with. And there's such a difference between the tone of a Martin and something like a Fender that I got. Um, and I went to you know try and I just played. You know, you just take one, put it on your lap, and play it, and then you know put the Fender on your lap and play it. And there's just such a just a night and day difference right. in terms of the richness of the How, wood and the sound. How's the action on that guitar? The action's great. Yeah. I don't think, um, I, I think I've had a couple of times where, you know, I've had like the guitar, you know, like, uh, you know, just little guitar things you got to get fixed and I'll make sure the action is about as low as it can go. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I've had to do anything too much to mm -hmm. it because action is really, really important. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember I learned on a, on a old Yamaha that, you know, the action just seemed like it was like half an inch off the fretboard right, or something right. like that. I have an, I have an old Dean and that it has a Martin neck on it. A Dean? Yeah. I'm not even sure if I know what it's that a, is. It's a, it's a Dean Martin. Oh, you already <laughs> said that before. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt as much as if I didn't hear it. He said that joke literally like an hour ago. Oh, and I just made, I was like, so, yeah, I set you up perfectly. I was glad to do that. God, all right. I thought you were just playing along. I, you know, yeah, that's it. Yep, tricked you. I was playing along. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, that's fantastic. What about UFOs? You believe in UFOs? You know, I mean, <laughs> you, you, there's so many drones out there. I'm, I'm not real good at uh, transition. No, no, that's great. <laughs> UFOs, why not? <laughs> we'll just pretend we're doing Joe Rogan. Right. You know, that's fine. Um, yeah, there's so many things out there. You know, there's so many uh, uh, drones and things in the sky that, yeah, there's tons of UFOs out there. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not they're the UFOs that we traditionally think right. of, like outer space right. and aliens and stuff. Um, I don't know. I've never run into any personally. Um, mm -hmm. They might just Maybe. be keeping their distance out of respect. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But... Um, but now they're, you know... <laughs> all those thousands and thousands of people can't... You know, they saw something. They couldn't be lying. I mean, yeah, you know, but... You know, meth is a powerful drug. You know, so you can never tell. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there's got to be stuff out there. It would be... It's nice to think that there is. And if, and if there wasn't, then, you know, so many wonderful filmmakers and authors and, you know, people have made, like, just great... Um, you know, stories based on, you know, right. like the fact that there could be something out there. Have you ever there. heard the Bob Lazar story? You know who Bob Lazar is? I don't know who Bob Lazar is. Are you setting me up for another joke? Because <laughs> now, like, I don't feel safe now. <laughs> I feel like there's, I feel like there's landmines all around me here. He's a car dealer. No. Um, yeah, the Bob Lazar. No, Bob Lazar was a, uh, he's a, what was he, Omar, a physicist? Um, he's a, anyway, he... he uh, physicist, okay. He worked, he claimed to have worked at Area 51, and, oh. and it's all documented, and he okay. came out in the, in the early 1980s. So he's gay? <laughs> <laughs> and he came out and talked about that, yeah, we are definitely working on some alien technology that okay. that uh, that that crashed and, and yeah. he also claims that some of the they that we have in possession nine uh, UFOs okay that we've found on Earth 
but some of them are from archaeological digs. Oh, interesting. So pretty, and, and the thing about, about the Bob Lazar story is that when he first come out in the 1980s talking about this, yeah, yeah, yeah. is that his story has never wavered or changed. Oh, okay. And, and he's pretty consistent. Yeah, conspiracy like stuff like that, and it has a conspiratorial sort of aspect to yeah. it. I do sort of like stuff that kind of goes into conspiratorial I do stuff. Too. It's I like do. uh, there's you know, and I don't know. There's uh, who is the uh, the lady? Um, uh, yeah, who is that? Like a lady in red? Who's that? Gabriel? Somebody? Like who? Peter Gabriel? Peter no, Gabriel? Not- I don't know somebody. Oh, I know. Is it red? Yeah, I I forget. But um, anyway, I was going to like all that to say. I'm like trying to circle back to the conspiratorial thing. Um, there was somebody you know who said that they saw like the whole assassination plot for John F. Kennedy. There was just like this yeah. woman. And they said, like, you know, like the day or two before, like the Dallas thing, like Nixon and all these like hot shots were in this like club and they were talking about how they're all getting ready to play their parts in the, you know, the killing of like John F. Uh, Kennedy and stuff like that. Um, and I remember she's kind of one of those people who I, she's the wife of somebody or a girlfriend that was, you know, something, but it's just so compelling and. You know, the way somebody doesn't really embellish anything, they just say, like, well, this is what I saw, you know, and it's, like, very matter-of-fact, and there's no, like, hey, this is what I saw, check it out, you know, it wasn't any, like, that kind of thing, it was just, like, plain matter-of-fact, and, you know, it just all seems very, you know, considering that no one's ever really gotten the truth out of the the whole assassination thing and anything that's been released has basically been all either redacted or blacked out or whatever you call it. (laughs) You know, uh, it it lends a little bit of credence, but, you know, I do tend to like that sort of thing, you know. It's entertaining, isn't it? It is. It it gives you something to do, you know. Because I'm a a suspicious nature anyhow. I don't trust. trust (laughs) You have trust issues. (laughs) In fact, uh, no, you're gonna have to let me check your pockets before you leave. That's fine. That's fine. No problem. No, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel that there's a, yeah, there's just something I, I dig about that. But you know, uh, that and getting high a little too much will, you know, can make that go a little, can make a little go a little haywire. You know, I don't get high a lot, but the times that I have, like, I happen to have been like watching like talk shows or something, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you guys like have this thing where, uh, you know, you feel like you're seeing like the real person, like the veneer allegedly yeah. falls yeah, away, yeah. Yeah. and you're like. Oh, those people really don't like each other. There's actually this big thing going on between them, and their energy's really off. And there's actually yeah. a lot of hatred going on. And you know, yeah. I, and I've seen that in a couple of interviews. And I'm just like, is that what doing drugs is like most of the time? <laughs> Where you just like you think you know more than you do, no, and then you just <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's all sorts of crazy when stuff. Had, That's uh, fun with edibles for me. Had, yeah, when I had uh, shoulder surgery. <laughs> When I had shoulder surgery, I didn't want to take the painkillers, so I went yeah. and got some edibles from my friend. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he told me, he gave me this piece of chocolate. He goes, whatever you do, don't eat this whole thing, or you'll be climbing the walls, crying, calling yeah. me, thinking you're going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I only ate half of it. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I remember sitting on the couch and I just felt like I was part of the couch like I was a couch with eyes oh really watching okay. TV and I could see I could see everything that was like 
so fake about television. Like, right, right, right. Like I'm watching Roseanne. I go, these are people pretending to be somebody else who <laughs> don't really exist. <laughs> Whoa, no. bro. That's that's literally the funniest thing I've heard. <laughs> it's like. And when we watch television like, show, like we suspend reality. Yeah, I, I I like when things like just feel heightened like that. Like the first time I did edibles was when I moved back here in like 2019. But it even it even kind of spilled over into like I watched a little bit of the news, and it, to me it seemed like the news was being kind of made up also. Right. Yeah, and and it's really interesting because it's just like. Uh, you know, I, I I wonder how much of that is, you know, how much of that is an actual, real, intuitive thing if you're really picking up on something right. or if you're just completely, like, you're just, like, just <laughs> balls out yeah. crazy and just, you know, like, this is that and, you know, and right. uh, you get, you're getting militia-minded, <laughs> you know, or something yeah. like that. Okay, songs about that? I, I wish I did. I don't about that, but maybe I should because um, that would be cool. I'm challenging you to, to do that then. Yeah, 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 maybe I will. I mean, I can't do it right now if you're challenging me to make it up on the spot, <laughs> no, no, you know. No. But, um. That'd be cool. Why don't you, uh. I've, I, I, I've got a, 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 a cover I'm working on. How are you about covers? I don't care. Okay. What, what is it? It's not like something I can turn on the radio in here, is it? Nah, not really. Okay. But if anybody wants to sing along, like I'm just, uh, this is me, like I haven't played it out a lot and I'm just starting to. So if anybody wants to join in and sing, you know, <laughs> feel like, uh, feel free to. Well, let's, uh, let's take a break real quick and we'll come back with the real Dan Menard. Please rise. Now sit on it. The Fonz be with you. And also with you. Let us A. A. Wow, I can't believe people are actually buying this. Hey, Fonzie's cool, Brian. You see, deep down, I think we all secretly yearn to be Italian and stupid. A reading from the letters of Pazzi to the Tuscaderos. Yea, and did Fonzie downstairs cometh from his apartment above the garage... And saith he, reassembleth will I the pieces of my motorcycle, though I suffereth from temporary blindness. And yea, for I am holy, befriendeth I will, sticks downy. Amen. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums, ready to race for you. Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. Saturday, what a day. We're grooving all week with you. And these days are ours. Share them with me. Oh, happy days. These days are ours. Happy and free. And these happy days are yours and mine. These happy days are yours and my happy days. Yeah. <laughs> what was 
listening Radio Americana, Detroit. Ah, so good. Damn So good. That's Going back to a TV show that was probably off the air by the time he was born. That's right. <laughs> but now you know why I call it Motorcycle Jacket. <laughs> I, I still don't. Okay. All right. Because of the fans. Yeah, that might be. That might be. <laughs> hey. hey. Mona Lisa keeps staring at me. She's a bit embarrassing. Mona Lisa. She ate the whole brownie. Oh. I think she smiled when you said that. Mona Lisa smiled. She was like, wow. I hate the edible and Mona Lisa smiled. And Mona Lisa smiled. Oh, God. All right. I got to put this somewhere. What is the cult of odd? Well, it's a little bit of. And a little. But most importantly, it's about becoming one of us. You can join the cult every Friday night from 8 p.m. to 11 Eastern right here on tapdetroit.com or by heading to thecultofodd.com. Let us in. Let us fill you in. Join the cult of odd today. Okay, what's up? We are uh, we are back. I'm Robert Lewis Jr. Uh, this is Dan Menard. He's uh, such a great talented uh humble person um you know very very good looking very easy on the eyes he's got a great great guitar he always wears like great hat wear he's always got something going on you know it's a short haircut but um we we really like that he's uh, here and uh you know blessing us with his very presence i don't even think that we're that lucky to have him but here he is are you talking about you or me oh uh, i was talking about I was talking about one of us, definitely. He's not here, man. <laughs> no, bro. He's got a great open mic. So you had something you wanted to talk oh, about? Oh, no. I was just like wondering, has anybody seen the... Um, I, I just find it interesting. I've been watching it all week. Anybody seen like the Johnny Depp like trial with... Uh, clips. Yeah, the clips with Amber Heard and stuff like that? What do you guys think? Yeah, what do you, who, who do you Ten think? Times. Who do you think Johnny's guilty, or do you think like Amber oh, Heard is guilty? Crazy. Yeah, Biden's guilty. Biden's guilty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I mean Hunter. I'm sorry. Hunter. I wasn't gonna mention Biden. That's cool. Riding with yeah. Biden or hiding from Biden? I've been I've been trying not to pay any attention to that. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Yeah, I just. It's it's all Holly weird stuff, you know. I I just find it interesting. I've known about this case for like a while, and I've just been watching it, and it just seems like it's just like she seems really unstable, you know. And um, I watched a little bit. Yeah, and it's just like it, it just seems so. It's so exaggerated in how bad it is, you know. It's not just like it's it's cartoonish that how how far it's gone. Yeah. You know, and just to see them in court, it's very, it's, it's like its own entertainment. There was a, you know, she released kind of another video that she uh, was recording on her phone of him getting pissed off in the kitchen, right? Slamming the doors and breaking windows and shit. And then yeah. he found, he found that she was recording on her phone and yeah. the phone. And I'm, just, yeah. Um, what did you think about that? Because I've like, I actually saw that clip like literally a couple of years ago. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, because I'm so, like, invested in it, bro. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there's a, I, I've just been, you know, I'd never had, like, I'd never cared one way or the other about it, and I just thought I'd watch, like, a thing about it. 
And it was just like, holy crap, this is amazing and just terrible <laughs> if these things are true right. that this person I, did. I you just know? remember him, his, his counter argument that she was abusing him. Right, and it yeah. seems it seems incredulous and it seems crazy, but then yeah. like they have like a, what do you call it, audio of her actually like yeah. abusing the dude, yeah. and she's like, yeah, like yeah, I totally hit you, and he's like, yeah, you punched me, and she's like, no, you're not punched, you right. you, you were hit like a certain way, and she's like, I didn't hurt you, you're fine, and I'm like, that's abusive language. Right. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, but like the dude's lost so much money, and he's had yeah. such a like he's been like Disney the Scarlet A, like you know right. he's just been sort of been branded as an outcast. No yeah, no more Paris here, no Caribbean right. Queen, no more Billy Ocean yeah, I, for him. I, I try not to pay too much attention about. I always refer to them as those people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, I like I don't care anything about them other than. You know, what they do, like to entertain movie. you. Make a yeah, good yeah, movie. Yeah. That's all I care about. You know? Right. Like Tom Cruise's Looney Tunes. What he makes. He, yeah, this is true. He makes some good movies. Yeah. You know, it's just one of those things. It's just like it's it, it kind of runs along the thing we were talking about is conspiracy theories. It's just so interesting yeah. and kind of undeniable in its content that it's just like, oh my god, right. you know. And then um, that's and then that's why whenever I see like a Hollywood celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, out there for a cause or yeah. talking about some kind of issue, yeah. I don't believe them sure. because because they're that's paid what to... they do for a living right. is to speak other people's words. Yeah, exactly. So they're just a face, like a talking head, like yeah, a newscaster, exactly. as it were. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's just interesting. I just find myself, you know. Uh, you know, sometimes you got a little free time. I'm also like, I also really, you know, if we're talking about YouTube rabbit holes, I just love like comedy. Like, uh, what do you guys, what do you guys like, like comedian wise? Oh, Bill Burr all the way. Love Bill, Bill Burr. Bill Burr, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But uh, probably. <clears throat> oh, I love Nikki Glazer. Yeah. There's, there's this, uh, there's this. Uh, so funny. Yeah, she's great. She's pretty fine too. But there's um. There's a concert, uh, like a comedy festival, going on in June in Ohio. Uh, we should like go because Nikki Glazer's going to be there. Like, Mark Norman, who's somebody I like, is going to be there. Um, Bert Kreischer, who's like hilarious. He's the guy who's he's called the Machine. And um, oh yeah, is that the guy with no shirt? no shirt? Yeah, he comes out like that. <laughs> Fat guy with no shirt. Fat guy with no shirt. And there's a and there's a bunch of other people. There's this uh, girl that I like. Her name is Taylor Tomlinson. Uh, she's about 28. She just has a new Netflix special. And I just bring out comedy a lot because, you know, um, I really think that there should be, you know, to what we do as musicians or stuff like that. I feel like there needs to be a little bit more of. Uh, you know, a light, you know, like a comedy, like a little, just like more, less seriousness. Yeah. You know, to what you do. I've see, I see a lot of us, and we have our acoustic guitars, and it's very serious and it's very thoughtful and stuff like that. But you know, sometimes there's a little, there's a little much of that, and you know, me, I'm just like an ass by nature and a ham by nature, so. You know, I, I I need to have that other part of me fulfilled, and I don't think it needs to be mutually exclusive between music and uh, you know, uh, comedy or whatever like that, or 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 something you know, 
like lighthearted like that. You know, just like listen to these dudes in the background, you know, like the peanut gallery. Yeah, need- you know, just saying stuff like that. Yeah, it, it, it makes it yeah. so much better, you know. <laughs> you know, rather than me being like, yes, my process is very individual and singular. <laughs> and important. And very important, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know, that's that's just me. I just uh, I like that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I just I, I want to see more of an entertaining component to uh, you know the stuff we see. Like uh, I'm sure, like a couple of you guys have probably seen like uh, the Native Howl, you know, and the stuff that they're doing. Yeah, you know. And I just saw a thing. They're on some TV show. I don't know what what TV show it was. But Alice Cooper was one of the judges. Yeah. And Alice Cooper was going, holy shit, I can't believe I'm voting for a band that has a banjo in it. I yeah, I can't yeah, wait yeah. to wow, tell wow. people about these guys. He was very yeah. impressed. Yeah, yeah, he was. And they were great. <laughs> oh, that'd be, oh, that'd be oh, cool. Yeah, I'd like I'd, Oh, really? Okay. I'd go to that. I'd go see that. So who's the funniest comedian you've ever seen? Um... To tell you the truth, I didn't think I would like react the way I did. Um, but this was after like the controversy. But in I think it's like 2019 before I moved here, I went and saw Louis C.K. I knew you were gonna say that. And um, and it was like, you know, um, I had seen some of his stuff, and it's you know he seems very thoughtful and very you know, you know much on the the George Carlin type of intellectual See, but funny again, you know i don't care about any of that you're funny. right make me laugh yeah I, exactly dance your monkey life's fucked up my life's fucked up who, who doesn't have a fucked right. up life yeah so, you know like the, so yeah let's have some fun yeah like the whole so. cancel culture thing is weird <laughs> right. but um but yeah like i just like like i literally just couldn't like i was doubling over in laughter and yeah. you know, I just thought it was like uh, some of the most funniest things. Hello, Will Smith. Did you hear what Vladimir Putin said about your? Oh yeah, you said that to me. That was very good. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah, dude. I always get I, I always get his texts. They're hilarious. Um, yeah, I see. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Four in the morning. I'm just like, God. What is? I'm like, oh, it's. Is he still up or is he just getting? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is happening? I'm just like. I seen Bill. They're good though. They're good. I seen Bill Burr a few years ago at the. Uh, Fox Theater. I would love to and, see uh, him. He he came up to the end of his show. He goes, "Hey, you know what? Fuck it, I'm having fun. Let's." And he yeah. He, he talked for like two and a half hours, man. No, and he was shit. just it's just he was on. He's like really digging the. I love you know like. Yeah, he's he's one of the he's one of the best ones. I love to see. He just came like uh like about in the last four months, I believe. Yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, like as and I'm I'm sure like some people who like have you seen the Philadelphia rant? No. That will make you even more of a fan of Bill Burr. Oh, is that where he talks? That's about? where he's. You guys have a picture of Rocky. Rocky you got a picture of some motherfucker who doesn't even exist, and he's your fucking hometown hero. Ah, yeah. Jesus Christ! You yeah, it's so funny. Dude, it's so good, but like the like if if you watch that thing in its entirety, you know, like this backstory was like it was a big comedy festival and the crowd was just crazy yeah. and all the comics yeah. were just having a hard time and Bill started to you know it was a hostile he crowd. he was just trying to do his set too and then they said something and it, and it just like something snapped inside of him and he just went off for like literally like ten minutes straight and he's like you stupid motherfuckers like let me tell you something right now you know and he's just like. Fucking grease monkeys out there. Um, 
but yeah, and it was uh, so yeah. I really I want to see Bill Burr, and I think he might be at this like festival. I'll send you some info. I don't know yeah. if you'd be into going. Sure. I but would. like like the tickets are like fifty bucks for sure starting right now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love me some comedy, man. And I saw Mark Norman at Zany's. I would love. And this is something you and I have talked about before about going to see some comedy. Yeah, yeah. Love would, it. I would love to share a night of comedy with you. We should do it, man. We should get a gang. Even if it's you and me, that's fine. Yeah. If we get a gang, great. Like yeah. I'm just like we'll I'm down for it. <laughs> yeah. Omar will go. <laughs> But I'll say I'll send you some stuff because I like I've been looking at this thing like who would want to go I don't know anybody who wants to go see comedy, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah that stuff like especially you know when you know things aren't going well like I've talked before you know like the first part of this year has been like sort of tough but I've been able to like watch some comedy I've been able to see a couple of live comedy shows which has been just amazing, you know. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I think it's a very similar thing between musicians and comedians. You know, you uh, if you're a comedian, you have to take a bit, you know, come up with a bit, and then you go to all these open mics or things to flesh out the bit and make it to something that ultimately will be on a maybe a special or an album or something. And it's no different from when we get a new song and we go to an open mic and we try to make that song develop more and become something better and then it goes either onto an album or you know something like that or goes on to spotify or it goes on to you know something like How about, that uh, jim gaffigan you like jim gaffigan hot pockets <laughs> i do like jim gaffigan what's he is he doing that voice again yeah yeah i love jim me, gaffigan me, is great me and my son seen him twice so we went and seen him at uh, someplace i forget where anyhow yeah but he killed he was absolutely funny yeah. we've seen him again like three years later yeah and he was still doing the same material oh that's 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 well see that's a that's, so it just wasn't as funny well the, the thing is too like that's comedians bought com comedy records because well yeah it's it's a little, it's like what what's changing is like i think seinfeld started it uh, was where he decided to bury all of his material because what comedians were known for at a certain level in time or a certain moment in time were to like you go to see those jokes that you already liked right. so if you went to go see Rodney Dangerfield for example yeah, right. uh, you'd know that you'd hear you know this that and the yeah, other yeah. And, and at a certain point you know not I would say in the last like uh, 15 years or something I would say that and I think Seinfeld was one of the main proponents was just, you know, you work all this time to create your set. And then after the special comes out or after it's released in whatever form, you start from scratch again. Yeah. And then you, you know, you go and put your head down and go to the open mics and you develop your material. One of my favorite movies that I've seen that a lot of comedians will testify to is the movie Comedian, uh, uh, which is a documentary about oh, yeah, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. Oh, is that about Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, and it's about him doing that process. And about him like throwing all away his away the material that's tried and true that will that he can coast on and make money on well, and just coming up with new stuff. I was thinking about the movie about Lenny Bruce. That was called Lenny. Oh yeah, and I've seen a little. I, I think I saw that a while ago too. You know, because he was. I was mean, De Niro or, or I think so. Oh yeah, I. It was one. It was. Uh, I can't remember the person. Pacino? Who, no, it wasn't somebody. Pacino. Is it De Niro or somebody else? No, I think it was Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Yeah, it was Dustin Hoffman. I always get him and, and Pacino mixed yeah. up. But it's just like, you know, I mean, the kind of 
to be a comedian, you know, and to play everywhere you can play and to do what you do, you have to have balls of iron. And you have to know that the crowd is going to, that it's not going to work every time because that's the only way you get better. So you have to. Like comedy and music, like you have a chance to uh, get better playing music. Like if you start out kind of on a bad note, you yeah, have, you have a chance to right. get better. But I don't know. I've seen I've seen some bad comedy out there. Well, like I've, been I've to seen the... this kid. This kid yeah. one time at Mr. Big's open mic, and it's it's a jam open night. He yeah, went yeah, up yeah. there and did this. Uh, he's trying to be a stand up comedian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't real funny. He had a couple things that were kind of funny, but yeah. You know, I just told him, I go, and he was really bummed out after his set. And I told him, I go, one, this isn't your crowd. Right. These people aren't here to see Know your comedy. demo. Yeah, yeah. They're here to listen to music. Sure. So don't let that, you know. Throw you. Throw you off. And number two, every comedian that you like, bomb, just like you did. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to, you know, don't let this. Night define you because that's a great it's just one night (laughs) (laughs) no i i i I agree like it's just yeah george carlin is he's one of the most prolific uh one of the most uh you know if if you know uh if you're a george carlin fan then you know that he's very when he got older than he was when he was younger yeah Yeah, Yeah. there's like it's an amazing arc to his career Um, but anybody who knows him will know, you know, and comedians in general, you know, anybody who's that good is usually a pretty serious person in order to, you know, make that happen. So, yeah, well read and, and just knows about pain and just knows about what it takes to become that comedian. Yeah. All that to say, you would see these little memes about in the last 10 years uh, where, like, you know, people who are kind of ignorant of comedy will say, uh, who would ever think that some of the most uh, sincere and most poignant thoughts were said by this uh, George Carlin comedian guy? <laughs> not, 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 right. not understanding what, you know, who you have to be in your fiber to be a comedian, yeah. which is a yeah. very yeah. sensitive, yeah. you know, yeah. person. Yeah. 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 Now, what about... Uh... Anything I can do for you, man? Well, yeah, could you come over and paint my garage? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's saying, dude. I love like I don't know. I just love uh, I love that stuff, and I like you know. It makes me want to go back and like look at more stuff, like uh, you know, like George Carlin era or Flip Wilson. You know, oh, the seven Wilson, words you can't yeah. say. That's the big famous thing right there. You know, and um, and the thing that's uh, I think that's really coming up in comedy is just there, there's so many better and really good female comedians now. Oh yeah. You know yeah. you uh, you know there was a. You know, everything about uh, female comedians used to be like, oh, female comedians on, let's all go use the bathroom and get it, some beer, you know, like that kind what, of thing. Like that show on Amazon, Mrs. Maisel. Right. Have you seen I that? I have not I seen it, but I heard it's Maisel. really good. It I heard really it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, I don't have any Amazon or... So, if I had Amazon stuff or Netflix, dude, I'd never like I'd, I'd never get anything done. I'd just be like <laughs> watching stuff all the time. So I actually, I can't, awesome, I can't have... Dude, I can't have cable or any of that stuff. Guilty. So I, I've got to keep like you know. I don't have cable. I, YouTube is enough. Holy crap! Yeah. I mean, that's t that's television anyway. That's yeah, basically what that is. What about uh, like, what about really, really 
dirty comics versus not so dirty comics. It depends on if it's good. If 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 it, you know dirty just for the sake of dirty and it's yeah, not funny. Yeah, I mean, you know. Bob Saget. Yeah, Bob oh, Saget man. is. Bob like, Saget was really Chris blue. Rock. Yeah. And so is um. Yeah. What's uh? What's the, the from the Family Feud? Uh, the guy. Oh, you mean. Bald dude, yes. big mustache, yeah, huge chiclet teeth. Um, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve yeah, Harvey. He's, yeah, he's just as dirty. If you can be dirty and but be funny. But he is also a motivational speaker. You ever hear? Dude, like, oh yeah, this, this guy is like he's got it all covered. Have you, have you watched Judge Steve Harvey? Uh, no, that's it, isn't it kind of new? Like, yeah, didn't it just come really out? Good. Like, in I the, watch it all the time. Okay. Yeah, it's it's and yeah, it's they give him like. A, Authority of a judge and people come on. And, yeah. I'm suing my friend for you know not helping me or uh, for for not paying me for helping him paint his house. Yeah, or whatever, yeah. You know stuff like that. And, and uh, he's just like he's being Steve Harvey he's in a robe, Steve right? Harvey's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. House, <laughs> you know, that's really good. Yeah, so, dude. I love I love all that stuff. Comedy. Right. What are we? Uh, Take a break. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll come back and you have your guitar strapped on and you play us some more songs. I'll, I'll play, yeah, I'll play like a one or two. <laughs> or, or no, oh, I blew that. I was going to say, we're going to come back and uh, Dan's going to do some of his stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> be a very short set. All right, you're listening to Radio America. It's called Detroit. One Minute of Silence. <laughs> you listen radio mayor kind of detroit we're here with dan menard we'll be back now there's one thing you might have noticed i don't complain about politicians everybody complains about politicians everybody says they suck yeah well where do people think these politicians come from they don't fall out of the sky they don't pass through a membrane from another reality they come from American parents and American families, American homes, American schools, American churches, American businesses, and American universities, and they're elected by American citizens. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, if you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. And term limits ain't going to do you any good. You're just going to wind up with a brand new bunch of selfish, ignorant Americans. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's not the politicians who suck. Maybe something else sucks around here. Like the public. Yeah, the public sucks. There's a nice campaign slogan for somebody. The public sucks. Fuck hope. Fuck hope. Because if it's really just the fault of these politicians, then where are all the other bright people of conscience? Where are all the bright, honest, intelligent Americans ready to step in and save the nation and lead the way? We don't have people like that in this country. Everybody's at the mall, scratching his ass, picking his nose, taking his credit card out of his fanny pack and buying a pair of sneakers with lights in them. So I have solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years doesn't mean a fucking thing. 
And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They say, they say, well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote and you elect dishonest, incompetent people and they get into office and screw everything up, well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I, on the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who, in fact, did not even leave the house on election day. I'm in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. So I know that a little later on this year you're going to have another one of those really swell presidential elections that you like so much. You'll enjoy yourselves. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure as soon as the election is over, your country will improve immediately. As for me, I'll be home on that day doing essentially the same thing as you. The only difference is, when I get finished masturbating, I'm going to have a little something to show for it, folks. Thank you very much. All right, you're listening to Radio Americana. I'm your host, Robert Lewis, and we're here with the real Dan Menard, and he's going to lay us on some. Groovy tune. Uh, this one is called I Don't Cry. I wrote it uh, in Nashville, and that's all I have to say about that. Just got online, and the girls are getting high, and all the guys are watching silently, and no one's at their best. A dick pic for a breast But no one seems to care politically And the time keeps dragging on So helplessly Right up until it's gone I take a walk more than halfway up the block now get tired and then come back again and some days it depends whether i have any friends but either way there's not much happening and i try not to get depressed when someone who don't know me says i'm blessed but i don't cry I don't cry I don't cry I don't cry I think of you and all the things that I could do to make you think I'm what you're looking for But I'm sitting in this place I'm too afraid to show my face I've lost my faith and don't have the patience anymore And the time keeps dragging on So helplessly right up until it's gone But I don't cry I don't 
cry I don't cry I don't cry yeah. Thank you So Dan, so Robert, you got another one? Um, I can come up with one. It'll be a, a chuggy chuggy, a chuko, chuka 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 yeah, chuka. Yeah. Um, Whatever you got, brother, I don't care. This will be my last one. I, I, I may have played this before, but that's okay because uh, I can't remember things. Great. <laughs> I played most of the stuff I haven't played here before, um, but this one is called "The Price of Never Having You." The price. Never having the price of never having you. Big fat my bank account. <laughs> Every sinner has a future. Every saint has a past. But I don't plan to be the first to love you, just the last. And if you hurt that shirt of mine is coming off my back. And if that isn't good enough, well, I'll buy one off the rack. Every time I see you, I get tangled up in nerves. But they say every man will get the woman he deserves. Now, I don't think I qualify, but I'm not gonna sob. I love you, but I'll work for it. Now offer me the job. And if that price is never having you, then I don't want the bill. I'll try to keep on moving when I feel like standing still And anything that's less than that will leave me unfulfilled My life, my whole life, take it and do with it what you will I don't like suspense and compliments or anything between And a foolish man will tell a woman things he doesn't mean Cause you do you, but when you do, you boost my self-esteem when everyone's the same, you're unlike anything I've seen. Now I'm charming, or I'm tedious. I'm happy, or I'm sad. But it's absurd to try to label things as good and bad. And if you want the Crib Notes version, you can ask my mom and dad. But you're everything that's good compared to anything I've had. And if that price is never having you, then I don't want the bill. I'll try to keep on moving when I feel like standing still. And anything that's less than that will leave me unfulfilled. My life, my whole life, take it and do with it what you will. Ow! I heard women are from Venus, and men are just from bars. And I might be in the gutter, but I'm looking at the stars. And trying to find my kind is just like counting up the cars. But I've gone as far as I can go, so I'm putting you in charge. And if that price is never having you, then I don't want the bill. I'll try to keep on moving when I feel like standing still. 
But anything that's less than that will leave me unfulfilled My life, my whole life, take it and do with it what you will My life, my whole life, take it and do with it what you will That's the real Dan Menard here on Radio Americana. And I believe he's done for the night. I think so. I just punched the time clock. Oh, right on. The fake one. We, <laughs> we actually, we actually <laughs> reached an hour with all this <laughs> madness going on around us. So, yeah, man. We got, we got to get more peanut gallery next time. I really am. That's... Everyone needs their own mic, man. I'm telling you, there's gold here. There's gold. It's all over the place. I really appreciate you coming out, Dan. It's always <laughs> a pleasure to see you. It's always fun to be around with you. And I love, love, love your music. Thank and, you, man. Uh, I, hope, I hope everyone else does as well. Thanks, so, man. I appreciate hey, it. Thanks for having me, man. Any parting words of wisdom before Hey, you go? I just want to thank you for your support, man, because, you know, in a couple of those rough times, you invited me over to just hang out with you yeah. when things haven't been going well, yeah. and I, I've never forgotten that. You and know, a lot of people don't know that, you know, when I've been going through this stuff, you've been checking in on me and asking how I'm I'm doing. There's, you know, uh, there's a couple other people. There's, like, Jamie Wilkins and, uh, you know, a few other people, but mm-hmm. you've been one of the main ones to yeah. just, like, make sure that I'm good to go so i thank you man it's it's nice to know who your friends are and people who are over anytime i don't care if it's a holiday or late at night whatever you know yeah so i just appreciate knowing you and it's likewise it's my pleasure so all right so that's uh the real dan menard yes sir here on radio americana detroit give it up all right we're out of here all right yeah get him the hell out of here will you please Get him out of here. Throw him out. It's intermission time, folks. So hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right over to our refreshment center for the most extravagant array of refreshment goodies ever assembled under one roof. Enjoy breathtaking, mouth-watering goodies. Everything from a snack to a delicious full meal. At our refreshment center, you'll find a large variety of goodies to satisfy your hunger, your thirst, or your sweet tooth. So hurry, hurry, hurry. Visit our refreshment center now. Hi there, you're listening to The Plank Man Show on tapdetroit.com. Oh, wait a minute. No, you're not. This is a promo for the show. So if you're listening to this, you're not listening to the show. You need to listen to the show Thursday night at 8 p.m. on tapdetroit.com with myself and Ted Eberly, where not only do we talk local music, we also play local and independent artists from all around the world, and we get into sports and all kinds of other stuff. So tune in Thursday night, 8 p.m., tapdetroit.com. All right, so I hope you enjoyed my, uh, my conversation with my good friend, the real Dan Menard. That's what he goes by, the real Dan Menard. Check him out on Facebook, Spotify. You can catch him on SoundCloud, YouTube. But better yet, catch him live. 
He's a fantastic songwriter. Anyhow, I'm starting to build a stable of uh, musicians and in songs that I'm people have been sending me, local musicians. I'm really liking the stuff you guys are sending me in, so keep doing it. I really appreciate it, and uh, together we can we can make this thing really work. <clears throat> So a new one I'm going to uh, I'm going to play tonight. This is some rock and roll music, and I I can't place my finger on it. It sounds familiar, but I've never heard it before. It's the best way I can describe it. J C Whitelaw sent me some files, and this is a song called "Lead Me On" by J C. And the disciples.
nervous when I started to talk I never cared to listen, I did what I saw I cared about my guitar and the girl next door Seasons changed, years went by The devil started to show more in my eyes Of the smoke I told The truancy notes always shows up In every single song I wrote I like wild women, drinking and sinning Oh mama try but that's just the beginning The motels, jail cells and dingy bars Men look bad if you see it We're shooting star I like wild women Drinking and sinning Oh mama try but that's just the beginning Sometimes I wonder if I would have been good If daddy hadn't left my neighborhood I try to stand on my own I've been roughed, abused, bruised, pushed to the floor I've exploded and been wrong Try to make things right But I seem to forget This noose is tight and the apples don't fall Fall from the tree, no apples don't fall Fall from the tree, especially rotten ones like me Oh, what were they saying when they buried me? I like wild women, drinking and sinning Oh, mama, try but that's just the beginning The motels, jail cells and dingy bars will look bad if you see it We're shooting star I like wild women Drinking and sinning Oh mama try but that's just the beginning Sometimes I wonder if I would have been good If daddy hadn't left My
machine that song was I don't want to go before that was Cash O'Reilly with Wild Women and before Cash O'Reilly that was Ernie Clark and the Magnificent Bastards with The Other Way and we started out that set with some new music that was just sent to me by JC and the Disciples Lead me on. Stick around. We got some more local music coming up. Well, fellas, it's pretty oblivious that we're gonna have to raise some money to pay Louis back before he flips his melon. Any suggestion? Well, uh, let's go to work. Work. Ask for suggestions, not sarcasm. I'm in a southbound Cadillac. I ain't looking back now to down seventy-five. Yeah, I'm a cutting loose and running free from all the things I used to be I'm tired of all them lies I quit looking for an answer It was I can't Cause everybody's full of shit Yeah, they're uptight, overwound Ready for a ground and pound I just wanna forget I couldn't take that life no more I made a beeline for the door I'm highway bound I'm highway bound I'm highway bound All I know is I can't stay 
City, I demand respect. I don't want your pity. You can laugh, cry, shut up, and stand tall. I tell you, brother, I've done it all. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Yes, jeans and t-shirts every day. Manuel and nudie don't match our pay. We don't wear conchos on our pants. Just steel toe boots in the assembly plants. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Fuck you. Detroit. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> Got a from bunch Detroit. of burned out buildings and empty factories to exploit. Well, it may not be what you want to hear, but there's some crazy shit going on around here. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. Rock a back. Shot in a beer, fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Well, I like Johnny and Merle and a whole bunch of others, like the Motown sound from the old Funk Brothers. Jack Scott singing that rockabilly jive. Iggy and the Stooges and the MC5, fuck you. I'm from Detroit. Well, I never rode a bull, I never wrestled a steer. I was raised on Chevys and Cold Stroh's beer. If I had a horse, I'd just get bored. I got 500 made by Ford, fuck you. 
I'm from Detroit. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> Got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to explode. Well, it may not be what you want to hear, but there's some crazy shit going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. When you see me coming, you don't gotta run. I ain't got a knife, I ain't got a gun. We want you to join us here, so pull up a chair, we'll buy you a beer. Fuck you! We're from Detroit! Hey, fuck you! Fuck you! I'm from Detroit! I'm from Detroit! We got a bunch of burned out buildings and empty factories to exploit. This is what you gotta hear. There's a revolution going on around here. Fuck you. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. We're from Detroit. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. We're from Detroit. Just put it in 
All right. There's three more local musicians. We started that set out with yours truly. Sitting here speaking to you now, Robert Lewis with Southbound Cadillac. I recorded that when I still had a voice. I hope to get it back someday. I'm going to find out. I'm going to find that bugger that stole it. After that, we had Nick Pivot with I'm From Detroit. He's a good dude. I know him. Most of these cats I know. But if you have any music, I don't necessarily have to know you to play it if it's good. And then we finish that set out with Ernie Thomas, Three Chords. All right. We'll be back with some more music. Stick around. I had a dream last night I was cast into hell by a jealous God The devil walked up and said You don't need no lightning rod It hardly ever rains down here I can't recall the last storm You ain't gonna need that leather jacket It gets kinda warm There's one way in, there's no way out It looks like you're here to stay All the places are mess It's overcrowded more coming in every day I said, oh man, wait a minute, there's got to be something wrong I ain't a bad guy, just write these little songs I always pay my union dues, I don't stay in the passing lane And he said, what about all that whiskey and cocaine? I said, well, yeah, but that's no reason to throw me in hell Is I didn't use the cocaine to get high, just like the way it smelled He said, come on over here, son, let me show you around Over there's where we put the preachers, I never liked those clowns They're always blaming me for everything wrong under the sun It ain't that harder to do what's right, it's just maybe not as much fun Then they walk around thinking they're better than me and you And then they get caught in a motel room doing what you said not to do Now the murderers and the rapists, they go in this fiery lake As well as most of the politicians and the cops on the take And all the mothers who wait till they get to Kmart to spank the kids and Instead of showing them what to do, what's right, they just hit them for what they did And all the daddies who run off and abandon their daughters and sons Oh, anybody who hurts a child is gonna burn until they're done Everybody's down here, I said, who's up in heaven with God and the sun? Oh, some saints and mystics and students of metaphysics 101. People who care and share and love and try to do what's right. Beautiful old souls who read little stories to the babies every night. What you won't find up in heaven are Christian coalition, right-wing conservatives, country program directors, and Nashville record executives. Now I said I made some mistakes, but I'm not as bad as those guys How can God do this to me? Oh, can't you sympathize? He said you're wrong about God being cruel and mean Oh, God is the most loving thing that's never been seen I said, hot shot, tell me this, which religion is the truest? 
He said they're all about the same Buddha was not a Christian But Jesus would have made a good Buddhist Well I thought about my future I didn't seem to have much of one I looked around to leave But there was no place to run I said I don't suppose I could go back and try living again You know like reincarnation I hear that's the way it's always been I can't answer that, he said You're gonna have to wait for that response But it's not any more unusual To be born twice than it is to be born once Well, it looked like I was gonna be stuck here As far as I could tell I thought I might as well suck up You know, what the hell I said, you know that song That Charlie Daniels did About how you went down to Georgia And played fiddle against that kid he said, yeah, it broke my heart, but, you know, what are you going to do? I said, to tell you the truth, I thought your solo was the better of the two. Well, then I woke up, and I was lying in my bed. I ran upstairs and kissed my little boy on his sleeping head. I took this dream as a sign from God, so I thought I'd better pray. I said, don't ever speak to me directly, and thanks anyway. Now so much has changed about me besides me just giving up red meat. Some get spiritual cause they see the light and some cause they feel the heat. Thank you. 
We break and train our children just like animals. We fill them up with parasites, poison, dreams of fear. We hand them false gods on a golden platter. Then we remind them to wash behind their ears. We gave up our own dreams so the kid could go to college. Then they grow up and resent us, accuse us of impossible psychological crime. The normal relationship in hell is about getting even. But you won't find that in your Sunday New York Times. Anger, sadness, hatred, envy. These are just fear wearing the same old cheap mask. You're doomed if you don't learn forgiveness, sister. We're all driving around lost, we don't know who to ask. We're all stopping at abandoned gas stations to ask direction. There's no more roadmaps to tell us who the hell we are. Raised on TV commercials, organized religion. Following corrupt wise men who've been navigating by the wrong star. When a man and a woman couple up, there's really four people talking. Hidden people, outer images, who you gonna start? So two people in love are like one big old crocodile. Crocodiles have four chambered hearts. Crocodiles have four chambered hearts. Now they tell me there's some guy down in Dallas named Ole. He's running some type of early Christian community down there, I'm told. Well, the Gnostic Gospel said, whatever you bring forth will save you. Everything you don't bring forth will shatter your soul. Christ said, my kingdom is not of this world, but hell. They went and built their earthly kingdoms anyway. Then they paid out millions of dollars to defend pedophile priests. Meanwhile, people are living in the gutter holding signs. Have you hugged your kid today? We reach the end of the road and find out no one else can make us happy. We've waged all the wars of drama and control. We've sacrificed it all for wives, husbands, money, children, false religion. That old line about gaining the world but losing your soul. So it's always back to living with yourself or whoever it is living in your body. Grandpa said, don't put the horse before the cart. <laughs> Me, I'm just an old alligator swimming through dark, uncharted waters. And uh, alligators have four chambered hearts. When a man and woman couple up, there's really four people always talking, talking. Hidden person, outer person, where the hell are you gonna start? Two people in love are just one big old crocodile swimming through the mud. Crocodiles have four chambered hearts. I said crocodiles have four chambered hearts. Crocodiles have four chambered hearts.
stopped. 